podcast, podcast, you can't win. I touch black and white just by stroking my chin. Tell mama got a plan if he just sit in. And we can be the sons and thus fit in. I'm talking a good game, topics never lame. Conversations just the same right before they left the brain. Seriously funny, but if you take us seriously, you end up smiling. If not, laugh hilariously. And every Tuesdays we're on the ones, so stay in tune before noon. It's the particle sons. It's ridiculously funny, 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 Welcome back to the best no judgment zone space in the world because neither one of us have law degrees. I am marvelous. And I'm not your average Joseph. And we are the particle sons. Let's start the damn show. Start the show. Happy Easter to the ones that are going to hear this. We already passed it, but just let me just throw it out there because it's the happy Easter kind of it's, Sunday. It's, it's, it's a different Easter. It's a different, different it's, feeling Easter. It's, different. It's different Easter, yeah, right? It's nope. a different Easter. No bunny hunts going on right about now, no, unless you're inside the house hunting for, for, for so whatever. that fat rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> you hunt for that fat rabbit. If, you know? If, so a little, if little you're buff waiting, beer. If you're waiting for not to April to, to catch, catch it when you've been home all this time. Yeah, you got problems. You got problems. You do got problems. You got problems. Yo, domestic violence is at all time high now. I don't know. I can't even imagine. So, I mean, it's a different type of day and stuff, whatever, too. But I feel like we're still in a point where us as people, like, especially the ones in quarantine mode, yeah. they kind of get to see some real side of a person. Like, Emil, you could be with a person and stuff for donkey years, whatever. Sorry, that's Jamaican in me. <laughs> A very, very long time. Very long time. Very long time. Very long time. You could be with somebody and stuff with her for a very long time. And mentally, they could be a different type of person for when you meet them. And then now, let's say if you're with them for like 10, 15 years. Yeah. Mentally, they're at a different stage and stuff in their life. But now with this quarantine now, you're probably in your mind like, I know of such per- set person yeah. for that much. Yeah. But now when you're in this, you're like, oh, I didn't know you're into that now. I didn't know you do this. You know, so it could be a good or bad thing. I'm hoping, I'm optimistic that it's a good thing. Other than that, I think it, I, I I think it's a a good thing. You know, what I mean, it's giving giving people a chance to reconnect. Um, the only thing that that I could probably see where a lot of tension starts to to develop is that you do you do kind of need that alone time with yourself and with your thoughts. I mean, yeah. we, we discussed this a little bit last week, but mm. I mean, I think that's very important. And I think more than you figuring out anything new, new about your partner mm-hmm. that you may have not known before, you may be feeling like you know, <laughs> you know too much about your damn partner right about now. Really? Is that, you, is that a bad thing though? Not, not saying it's a bad thing necessarily, but you're probably saying to yourself, man, if I find out which one more TV show that you like to watch, and I and you ain't trying to figure out what TV shows that I'm trying to watch, yeah, it might have a little tension. That's true. Might have a little tension. Like, I feel I feel like, yo, beat up your shows and have her or person, whatever, like, you know, the significant other, yeah. watch your shows with you. And then just, you know, bite the bullet and watch the shows and stuff with, with that person. See, and it's it's funny because even though I'm at home right now, mm-hmm. right, and my son's home, he's not, you know, he did, the school is out. Right. Wifey's at home, but she's, she's working from home. Mm-hmm. 
So a certain amount of days, she's kind of quarantined herself from us, mm-hmm. doing what she's got to do. And it's, it still feels like we're constantly around each other. So I can't imagine like the, like the two people who are in a household situation mm-hmm. and they're absolutely doing like nothing, like every day. There's like, there's nothing to separate the two of them to this kind of have them be a part where, I don't know, it's almost like you may, you may even want some alone time, mm-hmm. but the thought of suggesting that may offend you may you feel like it may feel offend somebody or you may like feel like yeah it might be you, they feel like you're tired of them or something so you don't want that so you just kind of just shut your lip and it's just kind of sit there but now the conversation's gone still because y'all just said everything y'all could possibly say y'all watch everything that you could possibly watch and we're only in week four <laughs> yeah question five yo so let me ask you this did you watch the tiger king thing yet i haven't watched the tiger king thing bruh First of all, I'm jealous of all you people who are staying home on the quarantine. I'll tell you that, yeah. folks at home, if you're listening to this, whatever, yes, I am a frontline worker. I'm out here in the healthcare world. Y'all got a lot of time to watch some shows. On the times that I get off work, yeah, I use that time to decompress. So I'll go for a walk, get some fresh air, you know, like functioning without a mask on. Mm. It's very good for me. For me. Yeah, yeah. Get a little vitamin D because the sun's now coming out and everything like whatever. Right. And then when I go in, I try to catch up on this Tiger King shit. For, okay, first of all, most, one time I was high. Right? <laughs> first time I was watching, I was high. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, what's going on here? It was, it was too much to unpackage, whatever, right? Right. And then I was like, maybe I was high. I didn't process like things properly. Pro- I was too giddy, yeah, right, right, too right, happy, yeah, right. you know? Then I watched him when I was sober. I was like, no, I didn't really have a problem with, with the damn edible. <laughs> What's the damn show? Wow. <clears throat> the man has two husbands. The, wait, okay. See, this is because I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the whole excitement is about this show. I see the memes. You're right. I see now the whole, I mean, it, it, <clears throat> as much as I got from the show is this. Okay. Dude is supposed to be dead? Who, the the Joe Exotic? Yeah. No. He's not dead. He's not dead. The lady that you see pop up. Right. Her first, sorry, her second husband. This lady been married three times. Okay. Her second husband is dead. dead. He's missing. Okay, so so from what from what I'm getting is Mm -hmm. they trying to say she's she might have killed him. Yeah. She fell into a tiger. This is all. This is yeah. all I know. This is all I know. And that, that's crucial enough evidence. That's, right? that's good enough. It's, it's good. I'm right in there. You, you, I'm you, right in there. You're almost there. But okay. That Joe Exotic dude, like, what I'm telling you, this man is wild. This man is. It, it's like. Well, he gotta be. You got two husbands. <laughs> it's, it's like a. I felt it's like you're, you're you're on drugs, to try to fathom the nonsense, and it, all this is happening in Oklahoma, like in bumfuck nowhere, Oklahoma, mm. whatever, right? It, the man has two husbands. Yeah, it's two husbands. Right? The man has two husbands. And there's one part of stuff, whatever, before he got the now, second. Now, wait, wait. Now, is, is, because in Oklahoma, is, is even one husband legal in that state? Bro, I don't even know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> I know some states are still, yeah. still up with the, yeah, with the with laws, the, right? Yeah. So, my man now, he, <laughs> he had the first husband. Right? right, yeah. And when he got the second husband, this is how he, he, told, he spoke to his second husband and stuff like that to recruit him to the gay side. He's like, how straight are you? So he's like, what? He's like, 
I'm straight. He's like, well, when you watch a porno, do you watch the ones with the little dicks or you watch the ones with the big dicks? He's like, well, I watch them with the big dicks. You're not straight, buddy. I was like, how does that make you gay? How does that even make you gay? (laughs) See, see, and this is why when y'all cuss me, because I watch lesbian porn and y'all watch that in the straight porn, Joe Exotic can never talk to me like that. He can't talk to you like no, that. Because no, because I watch amateur lesbian porn, Brazilian lesbian porn, black lesbian porn, white lesbian porn, Latina lesbian porn. There's no dicks in my thing just but the, my just, fantasy. Just just That's women. it. Just, just women. women. Just women. So he can never bring a conversation like that to me, but to all your other folks. It's a bit dodgy, eh? So I was like, when, and then they showed the wedding. When you now pronounce you husband and husband and husband, yeah. and then like he kissed one and then he kissed another, I was like, what's going on here? It's Oklahoma, son. Yeah, I guess. But <laughs> wherever they are in Oklahoma. Me playing catch up and stuff with that, whatever. So like in when my when I'm trying to catch up to your cool quarantine folks. Yes. I'm I'm in there, I'm like, oh, okay, now I see why the nonsense, now I know why these memes and stuff kind of slap. Cause they mean so much more mm, now when you now you got when the you, context when you have, of the yeah, character. Exactly. Right, right. So things are putting together. Um, so what is he? Is, is he like a like an animal trainer, or what's the deal yeah, with him so and he, these tigers? He he's um, he has a whole zoo. Okay. He had a whole zoo and stuff, whatever. Like there in Oklahoma and stuff, he's always been like an animal type of person. Right. And he's like getting these exotic animals, like big cats and stuff like that. Mm. And bit by bit, he was doing like he was on the road, like doing a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. And then he just kind of made it official and had his own little place and he started building it bit by bit brick by brick to like what it was and stuff whatever like to what people see on the dock okay okay the lady is in Florida she's in Tampa, Florida she has her own dance and stuff whatever and then there's another guy he he does like um, he has his own place right and he's running like a Kind of like a polygamy world and stuff, whatever, as well, too. Mm. So he has like but multiple he just got girlfriends. Women. He just got women. He has women. He, he just, just got, got women. women. Right. So, as I said, like what I know that what I've learned is that if you mess with tigers or you have tigers, yeah, you got a lot you of have hormones. Multiple, you, have multiple, you, got, you have multiple people. The woman's been married three times. Re- no, no, no. But not, yeah, he had a lot of hormones. You got a lot of hormones raging. <laughs> I'm about to say, in his case, homos <laughs> raging. But yo, I'm looking at him like, yo, this is a different type of thing. Because I'm like, she's been married three times. So she's yes. quote unquote tiger queen. She's tiger queen. Right. She's quote unquote tiger queen. Because she's past the cougar level. Facts. Mm. And Joe had two husbands. Right? Okay. So it's multiple. Okay. Then the guy and stuff, whatever. Um, He's a polygamist. The, yeah, the polygamist dude. Yeah. He has like multiple girlfriends and everything like that as well. I wonder if this is like a prerequisite in order I think to train so. tigers. I, I think so. You gotta Cause, have Because even the other dude and stuff who came in and stuff, whatever, like through Joe and stuff like that to take over Joe shit, whatever. Yeah. This guy, him and his wife are swingers. So they have like multiple people and stuff. Oh, yeah, in it. something, so it's, it's something about tigers, it's something man. Something in the feline. It's something the feline, I, I think with the stripes. Feline ways the stripes hit different and then it just sets off the hormones. Could be. But yeah, then I was looking and I was like, okay. And I was, I watched that. I watched some other things and stuff where I was trying to like in my little free time. I'm trying to play catch up on like, I want to say some old Jamaican shit that I never got a chance to watch, like okay. movies and plays and stuff like that, whatever. Like, I've been off this weekend, so I just been trying to soak in whatever. Which was the last one you took in? Uh, I watched the old one, so I watched the play. I can't remember what the play was or whatever. I'm so bad 
apologies to the people, but the man had a line in there. He's like, he's talking about like, I guess like pleasing a woman. He's like, yeah. if you can't stand up to it, you got to be able to face up to it. So you got to be prepared to eat some cooch if your dick don't work. And I was like, yo, that was a funny ass line. You can't stand up to it. You got to face up to it. face up to it. <laughs> yo. And I was like, it's making people a wow. But then I was thinking about like the language and everything and stuff like that. Mm. There's some words. Cause remember, Jamaican by blood, not by culture. Right, right. You grew up in Toronto. Yeah. In Toronto, you guys have more... I want to say more touch to the culture than I want to say a person like me. I lived in Miami for a good amount of years. Yeah. But then when I left Miami and stuff, whatever, Cleveland is not that kind of saturated place that you find so many Jamaican folks compared nah, to like I, Miami I, and Toronto. I would, yeah, I would, I would say like a good portion of Jamaican people will be found in, um, out, well, out, outside of, the United States, definitely Toronto. Right. And then within the States, Miami and New York. Miami and New York. Yeah. <clears throat> so, it had me thinking and stuff there about, why did Jamaican people use the word fish to relate to a gay person? I don't know where that came from, man. That's like, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. And that's, and, it's funny because I think I was <laughs> <laughs> the, no, age of, no, the age of eight or nine mm-hmm. when I figured out what the word batiman meant. But you know the girl had a big body, meaning booty. Yeah. yeah. So if it's a man body, does it mean it's a booty man? But I, but I was never thinking because remember, I'm a I'm a Toronto kid. Right. I'm just getting used to growing up hearing slang. Oh, okay. Understand? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So Bati, I know what a Bati is. Right. Yeah, you know everybody knows what. I, well, I won't say everybody, but anybody coming from the culture would know what a Bati is. Bati means booty to the folks at home. But <laughs> that whole correlation of putting those two words together, mm-hmm. I was it was foreign to me. I'm like, why would you call a man a Bati man? Because <laughs> at that age, I'm not on the thinking of men with men mm-hmm. in that way. Right? right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I'm still traditional man and woman. That's, right. That's my thought. This is, what, this is what I'm going up knowing. I'm now being exposed to this world. Mm-hmm. So now this is a term to describe someone who's gay mm-hmm. or homosexual, mm-hmm. Right. I don't know how the hell they came up with the idea to now tag the body in front of the fish. The only thing I was thinking about, whatever, like when, like, cause I squinted and stuff, whatever. They're like, like, oh yeah, the man's a fish. So I was like, fish, like, why? I'm like, either the lips, cause you know when the fish out of water, like, so I guess that's like signal for lips for sucking dick. Either yeah. that or rainbow trout, <laughs> like. Because rainbow trout is the only fish with a rainbow. I don't know. No, okay, so when I first heard the term fish, it's right. just exactly what I said. I, it, body fish. Like, this dude's like a body fish. <laughs> wait, wait, what the hell is a body this fish? This is what I'm trying to <laughs> tell you. This is what I'm, tra- this is what I'm, I'm trying to break down where the fish came from. <laughs> There's a story behind the fish. We try to, we try to dissect it. <laughs> All right. So prior to just 
singling it out right. as fish. Right. I know it as body fish. Right. All right. So we know what a body man is. We can assume to know what a body fish is. A fish with big butt cheeks. Yeah, we can assume. You don't got, you don't got that, no fish. That, that, that would wait. You might assume, right? Yeah, because yeah, I'd be like, yo, So. I'm listening. I'm thinking if a man's a body man because he loves body, then a man's a body fish because he's fishing for body. Oh shit! There's a that's called a breakthrough in therapy. They don't call they don't call that they, a breakthrough. Call that a breakthrough. I think you right? might be onto something. So now, so now we know why they call him a body fish because he's fishing for body. <laughs> and sense. I just think now years going by. That's a particle sun shit. Right? <laughs> years going by. Yeah. They just dropped the body off and just left the fish. Because they got lazy. It's the same. You're right. Because people get lazy in their speech. Yes, man. Is that I'm going to the store, like, you know, finna, you know, like, I, I get it. You know what I read today? This is so funny and so appropriate at the same time. I read this meme. My boy posted it. Mm-hmm. It said, black people are the only people that give nicknames to nicknames. And the caption was, yo, I got the Rona. The next dude replied, yo, you got the Rona? <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. It's so true. Why do we like, we always do that. We give nicknames to nicknames. Dude's like, you got the Roro? Yeah, man. Oh. I got a little cousin. Elise. Her name is Roche. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And her last name is similar to her first name. Yeah. Her nickname, you can call her Shay Shay. Yeah. I call her Ro. Ro. Right. Because her first name is similar to her last name. Right. So I'd be like, Ro, Ro. And then, like, somebody's like, why did, I think somebody else heard that. Like, why you call her Ro? I'm like, and somebody said that to me and stuff, whatever. Right? Whoever it was, they were like, so you gave her a nickname on top of her nickname and stuff, whatever. I was like, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. But I am black. So what you said is automatic. It's automatic. So, oh, we didn't yeah. get nicknames to nicknames, bro. Yo, you got the row row? <laughs> you got the row row. <laughs> Yo, life is different. Man. I don't know. There's, there's some more, like, uh, the fish thing. I like your explanation. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's how it had to have gone. Yo, I, that, that could only be the logical information to, for information for me to spew right now. No, because like, most, most of the things that like, I hear, like, you know, mining, good morning, you yeah. know, like, those basic things I can break down and stuff, whatever, right? So where do you get chichi man from? I'm going to say, man's a chichi. See again. You see, these are these are terms. Is that, he dancing like the like cucuracha? You know, one of those. Like I, I think, I, I think there's a, a distinct possibility that that may where it stems. It may be where it stems from. Another word they used to describe homosexuals, uh, homosexuals was called uh, a fa funky guy. Uh, f- f- wait, wait a minute, time out. Uh, f- a fa funky. A uh, fa funky. So fa funky. Fa funky guy. Fa funky guy. Right. Why? Because ass Cause is funky. Apparently, okay. They used to think those who listen to funk music were gay. Jamaicans are weird. Well, so wait, what kind of funk? Like we're talking about, like George Clinton, like Parliament. It, yeah. Why must I be like that? You, you, fa you, funky guy. Yeah. That makes you gay. In the Jamaican world? 
Oh, I would never made it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yo. Now, so now you can play hip hop, R and B, and all sorts of stuff like that in in in, in, in dance hall. When I was growing up, some of the dance hall parties that I went to was just strictly reggae. You wouldn't mm. hear anything else. else. Anything else. Now you get a mixture of everything. Now you get a mixture of, and now you get a mixture of everything. And that's pretty. That, that's pretty much because of my generation. Mm-hmm. We were like the generations that grew up on hip hop, listened to hip hop. Right. Right. So when we go into these parties now. But this thing, but the reggae ours, was instilled, instilled into you. Reggae is, is, is part of the culture, but now here we are in a new territory accepting something new. Mm-hmm. Right. So while we're accepting something new, we're still going, you know, what I mean, we're still listening to our, 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 fa- our father's mu- music, our forefather's music. Mm-hmm. Which is reggae. So we're going to we're still going to the clubs. Mm-hmm. They're just not playing any of our music until we became the DJs. That's and then right. we were like, nah, this is this is not for funky music. This is us. And we started playing it. And now there's us who are us who are in the dance hall who are like listening, say, yo shit, they playing our shit. And it just it just went on from there. So now it's it's standard, man. And here's my thing. <clears throat> um I guess the type of music I listen to and stuff, whatever, is broad. Right. right. Yeah. I listen to everything. Basically, um, <clears throat> I want to say country and gospel might be the lowest on my list. Yeah. Next to like some, like uh, I guess some Celtic folk stuff that I might not understand the language or had the meaning behind the song. And once I get the lyrics and stuff, it might hit different. Right. Right. But if it's pertaining to like for funky, like what you're saying, when Channel Orange came out, Frank Ocean. Yeah. The album, like when I heard it, whatever, I think it's a mixtape. I think it's a, either a mixtape or album. It slapped. Right, right. Fire. Right, right. Because one of my favorite songs on this is Pyramids. Whatever. She's working at the Pyramids tonight. But the Pyramids had like that. That was the ending part because Pyramid was like a nine minute long song. Right. So you have the first pieces like, send the cheetahs on the loose. When that was popping, the person I was with was like, I heard Frank Ocean is bisexual. Mm. I already done beat up the whole album. I enjoyed it for what it was. So I'm thinking this because like pyramids, you he's like, she's work she's working at the pyramid tonight, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and she's wet like the water like bath water. She so then after now they done said he's bisexual now. I'm jamming to the album and stuff, whatever. Still in my Frank Ocean vibe. And then Thinking of You came on. <laughs> and then he's like, how can I forget how you feel? Remember, you were my first time. That new feel. I was like. So the guy who lived in the, like in my building, he walked past the door. He's just like, yo. knocking at the door. I'm like, like yo. I'm like, yo, what's up? He's like, oh, so. Frank Ocean, that's your realm. <laughs> so I was like, "No, nah, I just heard that he was." He's like, "You still have a girlfriend?" <laughs> that's what the man said to wow. me. <laughs> I was like, sure. "No, nah, it's all good." Went inside, cut it off. I never played Frank Ocean out loud again. Only sure. in my headphones. <laughs> so people are judging for your music. So I get it. So I get it. People are judging for your music, man. What your musical taste is. Yikes. But I, I like some songs and stuff, whatever. Like, yo, I don't know. Some of Sam Smith's songs slap. Nah, that's 
some of his songs slap. They, they slap, whatever, right? You know. Listen, some of Elton John songs slap. Yo, Rocket Man. Yo, Tiny Dancer. You know, some of the yeah, that song slap. That is what it is, man. So I guess we're modern day for funky men. <laughs> yeah, you, don't like for yourself, you don't like that title. Speak for you your, don't like that speak title. For yourself, damn it. <laughs> you didn't like that title. I didn't <laughs> like it back then, and I damn well don't like it now. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, let's get to some shit now. Um, yo, um, R.I.P. Rest in peace to Bill Withers. Yes. For folks that know Bill Withers, um, lean on me. Mm. Ain't no sunshine. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what's my other deal with the song? Lovely Day. Lovely Day. Lovely That's Day slaps. Yeah. That's the joint, right? Then I look at you. And I move my feels are turning blue. Cause it's gonna be a lovely day. So, I mean, like, yo, rest in peace to him and his family mm-hmm. and stuff. Like he didn't, he passed some normal compilation. Complications. Yeah. Wasn't from COVID. Um, bless up for that. But yeah, like take the time and stuff for them and give him a little salute because his song still slapped to this day. To this and day. And his songs are still being sampled to, to this, this day. day. Right? DMX did Ain't No Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a few Lean On Me um, reverbs and everything and stuff, whatever. So, and Lovely Day still being sampled to kill. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that and stuff, whatever. But, um, yeah, so I just want to touch on that first. Um, salute to Future, the rapper Future and stuff, whatever, for his Mask On campaign. Because okay. I believe it was 2017 when he came up with the song mm-hmm. mask, mask Off. off. Right. So now he has a campaign and <laughs> stuff, Mask On, to help provide masks for um, nurses and healthcare workers and stuff, whatever, within the region of Georgia. Yeah. To get them out. So I guess he said whenever the Georgia area gets taken care of, they're going to start branching out to other so states and okay. stuff, whatever, as well. Um, salute and <clears throat> definitely a salute to Rihanna. Rihanna for giving her donation, gave like five million and stuff, whatever, to the poverty stricken areas. Yes, within the world. Um, she did it first in her her neck of the woods, L.A. and I believe New York and stuff as well mm. during this whole COVID dance. So it was a big salute to her. Stop. Stop. And a little side note: whatever Rihanna is one of the first people to ever rock a do rag on a major publicized magazine. So on the cover of the new Vogue magazine for, because they always do it like a month ahead. So I guess this month, that would be May 2020. Right. She's rocking a do-rag and stuff, whatever, in there. And, you know, she's speaking about some things and stuff in there about her future with her, her music and stuff and her life and stuff is going to and everything like whatever. Looking pretty do-ragish. Yeah, looking thugged out with it. She had like a little blazer on and everything like that. Do rag to the side. You know, like how Drake is rocking it to like the um the Life Is Good video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the strings is hanging down. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be mad. Caucasians out here not rocking do rags now, or they probably might try to order some online. And I see Rihanna do it. It's cool. They gonna get the Fenty brand. Ooh, Mm. ooh. They got the Fenty. You know what I mean? Probably, probably probably chopping them right now. You see me got my I got my Bow Wow wave cap. Yeah, 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 yeah. About yeah. yeah, right? Wizzle still out here grinding, man. Mm. But what I did like about the Riri article and stuff, like she talked about her future and how her work ethic and stuff is second to none. But in there, she said, 10 years from now, yes. she, won't, she won't grind as much because she's ready to have a... She, by 10 years from now, she'll be ready to be a mother with or without somebody. Riri, if you need specimen, come holler at me. 
I would love to be in our child's <laughs> life. Got good sperm. Got <laughs> yeah, good sperm. Yo, I had a, I had a long conversation stuff about with, with that when, with a with a with a woman earlier in the week and stuff. Whatever. She's like, I don't understand why you're afraid of stuff. Whatever to to donate. To, yeah, yeah. To to, to <laughs> nut all of it. Like she she was saying, she's like, yo, like just shoot the club up. She's like, she's like, you know, she's like, what she said. She said, Marv, you're cute. You're educated. You have some rapport about you. And you have you have great skin. Like she was, she was, she was, yo, she was she was great skin is on the dial. Yo, she was buttering me up. But she's like she's like you know. And I was like, hmm, thank you. So she's like, yo, just shoot the club up for that. I'm like, no, no, no. I like yo, condoms. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo. This is this is commercial that comes on. I don't, I can't remember if it's for a, a spread or whatever, but I die. Every time the lady goes, it's made from real creamy nut butter. I'm like, what? Are we all? <laughs> Yo, we are. We are. That is facts. That is actual facts, man. But I was looking at this like, Yo, I think, okay, so Ravi's 32. Okay. She's 32. 10 years from now, she'll be 42. Mm, yeah. Um, I know a lot of women they always say they try to shy away from having kids past their forties. Right. They try to do it before their forties, if be the latest and stuff like that, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. And my question is stuff, whatever, I understand her logic because she says she's grinding, so therefore she doesn't have to worry about finances and money and that type of and work. Shit, she ain't gotta worry about that shit now. Facts. Yeah. Like all her business ventures and stuff like that, they kinda hit the ground running and they take off. From the music to the perfume to the makeup to the lingerie to the you know the pumas, yeah, they they take off and stuff, whatever, right? So the Rihanna brand itself is dominating, whatever, right? But I was looking at stuff for like, is it better to have kids earlier in your adulthood when you're not financially stable compared to like later when you are financially stable? Mm, I I won't. I would think that would be an individual thing. What about you? So, okay, you're the individual I'm talking to. Right. What about you? Um, I kind of, I kind of reside with, 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 on a Riri side in a way. I'm not, I'm not financially stable like how she is. Yeah. But I waited and stuff, whatever. Like I had my, my son and stuff, I had him messed up at, I was 32. Yeah. I mean, my, I guess I would, I would kind of see with her. Mm. Um, More of a, a more of a stability issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's what she's looking though for. I think she's, I think she says it's that, but I think it's probably a little bit more than that. So what's the stability like? What do you because think? Because why would she need to? She's stable right now. Yeah. She. I mean, anything on top of her stability now mm-hmm. is gravy. Pretty much. Right. So she doesn't really need to wait to be. St- Stable. So what? Why, so why would you think she would say something like that now? Um, I would think that's what she's telling herself, or she's kind of using that as as a way to not have kids now. Have kids now, or to shut up people if they're right. asking. I think she still just wants to explore and have fun with her life. Well, because um, okay, <clears throat> she and, is from the West Indian culture, right? And they do pressure you to have kids and stuff, whatever. 
you know that. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know that. But I don't even think, I mean, not even from a West Indian standpoint, I think you once you get to a certain age, right? Mm. And you've you've especially if you achieved a certain amount of status, facts, and wealth, you're looked at like, okay, hey, start a family. You right. know what I mean? You're at that started start a family phase, mm. which is exactly where she is right now. If she wasn't Rihanna, right, with all like the the fame and 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 fortune, mm. but she was just like a Rihanna who is like a regular plain Jane working nine to five. Working nine to five, but stable. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she'd have a family by now. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Wait, thick Rihanna or anorexic Rihanna in the beginning? Because thick Rihanna probably had like three kids. Thick, Easy. Thick, Easy. Easy. One might be my me. <laughs> Easy. Easy. Oh, one might be when you donate. Me, when, you, when you donate, it's not even a donate. I'm just there. Yeah. I'm there. Some other guys probably get to it first, but I'm, I'm there. Yeah, like yeah. you know, what, baby, I love you. I'm not gonna go nowhere. Yeah, we're here. But I, I, I could, I could totally get what she's saying because, I mean, you were 32. I was 27. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of, a, a lot of my friends who I grew up popped off with kids early. Like, like in their teens. Like they, like they, they late teens. Like they've been having kids. Right. So, to them. I was like late to the game. You know what I mean? You like, know my name. You knew the name well, yeah, they gave yeah. me. Yeah, well, we know. <laughs> we, we won't relive that for you. They call me Billy Blanks. We won't, we won't <laughs> relive that for you. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, to say, to be at 32 mm-hmm. and to be at the success that she's at right now, um, and wanted, wanting to s- settle down at 42. And be able to pop off kids, I think she. I think what she's saying is, don't question me about no future relationships. Mm. Don't question me about no no men when I decide to get serious or anything like that. Don't it question me about if I'm going to have a family or not. Hey, I, at forty two, mm. you can ask me that shit. At forty two, whether I have a man or not. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have some sort of family. And at 36, when you see me pregnant, walk with my baby daddy named Marv. Don't stress nothing. Don't stress nothing. Because we we beat COVID together. It's, there yeah. you hey, go. Hey, 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 Riri. I'm hearing you, Riri. There you go. I'm hearing you. I see it. No, because see, I feel like, especially like exactly what you said. Yeah. I'll just add to the only thing I'll add to that and stuff for is that the reason I said the West Indian culture because I want to say in our culture it's so easy to say to have kids right and because they're so used to people having kids so early like in their early adulthood and stuff whatever so when the person is kind of like going past a specific mark they're like yo what's, what's wrong with you you have a problem like i remember they i remember we were talking about um luther vangels one day and luther vangels didn't have any kids and yeah. everybody's just like luther has all that money he doesn't have any kids he's gay we got no confirmations all alleged, whatever, right? But they're expecting something to happen with you when you hit the past a specific type of age marker. Uh, uh, Oprah ain't got no kids. <clears throat> Oprah, yeah, dude, I, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I See, allegedly, I hear a whole bunch of stories. Rumor has it and stuff, one of her kids and stuff, whatever. She had a kid and got shipped off to, to the <laughs> African school. Then I heard when she cut Chappelle, 
when Chappelle made the joke about getting her pregnant, she's like, no, she she can't have kids and stuff, whatever, right? So I was like, is that the cover-up story? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. You know how I feel about Oprah. So, you know, we'll see. We'll it's see. A bit dodgy, mate. A bit, it's a dodgy, bit dodgy, yeah? All right, man. Let's talk about the IG music battles, man. Mm. Do you love these things? Are you enjoying them? It's thing? been keeping me entertained, man. This is for, for sure, for sure. It's been keeping me entertained. It's funny because, I mean, we're we're getting this in a lockdown time, but I mean, Swiss and Tim has been doing this for a minute now, where they you know they, they'll jump on uh, uh, some sort of social media and they'll, they'll battle it out and so forth like that. So I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. This is this. I think they did it maybe, maybe two or three years ago. Okay, where they just they just jumped on and they started battling each other. So it was IG, something IG Live. Or, I don't, no, or, I don't, or I don't think of... it was. I don't think it was IG Live. Okay. I think it was either um, Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. But they, they, I mean, they they've been battling. They they've been battling. So it's something that they like they do between each other, mm-hmm. call each other out and stuff, so forth like that, and. And play beats and so forth like that. So they were they were doing that initially, mm-hmm. um, and I think one or two celebrity battles had had already had taken place. But we're just talking about from the point of actual beat battles. You mm-hmm. understand? So to see this being being brought back at a time where you know what I mean. People are looking for things to do. People are looking for something to take their mind off of what's going on Absolutely. on a day-to-day basis. Absolutely. So when Tim and Swizz decided to go ahead and battle again, you know, now they're doing it for the culture. Mm-hmm. To see them jump off, and we we know, okay, it's gonna be it's gonna be another good one because we we loved the first one that happened. Right. But now to see the chain reaction that it started. And then we're seeing other producers starting to get involved. And we're talking the last two, well, for, for us, the last two decades mm-hmm. of some really dope music that we grew up on. These guys are behind the scenes, right? right? So a lot of nostalgia is happening right now from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. We appreciate the music that these guys have brought to us. But... A lot of those, you know, a lot of, because music happens at such a pace and we're in the here and now today, a lot of these songs that they're digging up and playing, we're like, oh, damn, I forgot about they that. On, they pull on the nostalgic string in your heart, right? Instantly brings you back to the time and place of when right. you first heard when that first track. Heard so that that's, track. What's, that, that's what's been so dope about it. Mm-hmm. So I think for me... I like it. I'm really entertained and stuff, whatever, especially with the heavy, the heavyweights and stuff, or, or the, the, it's like a Saturday night now. Yeah. You just got to turn to IG and expect somebody to pop off and stuff. Whatever, right, 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 right. And I'm looking at stuff, I'm like, I'm enjoying these battles and stuff like that, whatever. Um, who do you, who do you want to see? Okay, let me, let's, let's, all right, let's do a real quick recap. Yeah. So last night was RZA. DJ Premier. DJ Premier. Who would you have to win? I had I had Premier edging out RZA, but I had I I had it also had a, a feeling that RZA could take it. 
I see. I said that. I said. That I had again. a. I had a feeling that RZA could take it. A lot. I think a lot of people were. I mean, the fact that RZA pretty much stuck to his own camp. Well, he pretty much produced for you know most I mean, of his, his camp. Most of his camp. A lot of people were seeing that as a disadvantage. Where to me, I was saying to myself, no, his camp had a lot of classic mm-hmm. joints Facts. that he's behind. Facts. And if we're doing. I think what people were forgetting is that this is a this is a beat battle. You can only play certain so much songs, right? right. In a certain amount of time. Right. If there was no time limit and no limited amount of songs, Premier hands down. Right. Premier has been, been been producing in every decade. But you gotta you gotta choose your solid twenty. Why exactly? Exactly. And that's what I kept telling people. I said, listen, it's a round per round of just. Nobody's not playing anything that's not going to be a classic or weak shit during each of these rounds. Granted, some people play exclusive stuff, too. Yes. But the exclusive stuff, for them, I feel like those are like light jabs you want to throw out there in the beginning yeah. before you start doing like some uppercuts and some hooks. Yeah, 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 whatever, yeah. Right? So, I mean, you can't play unreleased or unheard stuff when everybody's like, oh, shit, it's coming down to the end. And you're like, er, er, I love Kool-Aid. And you're like... When the fuck was this track made? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, yo, go with your heavy hitter. Cool, ladies, great. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, you lost this round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, come with come with the heat. So I had RZA. I had RZA and stuff to win. Yeah, RZA, I, yeah, I said, RZA to win? I, I said Primo. I said DJ Premier. Primo has some heat, but I'm like, I don't think he can mess with the catalog because you know why? I think the thing and stuff is that I had the Kanye tracks and stuff in my head waiting because mm. he did I'm So Appalled. Mm-hmm. And Dark Twisted Fantasy. He was on that for like I think four tracks. Right, right, right. Whatever, right. So I was like, once he drops the Yeezy and stuff for there, and that's it. But I'm like, Premier can clap back with Nas and Jay. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was waiting for. I'm like, once that kind of came up. But then when he played that, and then I think the fun, funny thing too, the Serato company was 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 listening to. He's like, you ain't got no fucking Yeezy and Serato. You ain't got no Yeezy and Serato's like. You ain't got no Yeezy from here. And I was like, he doesn't. No, he doesn't actually. So I was like, yo, that was proper. Last week, I think T-Pain Lil John was going at it. T-Pain Lil John. And a oh, week before that was uh, Scott Scorch and, and Manny Fresh. Manny Fresh. And like it with that one and stuff, whatever, I think Manny Fresh wasted his time. But Manny Fresh is still hot. I know that's your boy because I know you Manny know Fresh, you, yeah, you broke bread with him and you kick it with him and everything man. like whatever. But no, Scott Manny Scorch, Fresh, Scott Scorch didn't scorch him. He 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 was the wrong person to pin up against Scott Storch. Oh okay, he's the wrong person to pin up against Scott Storch because Scott is one of those cat, another massive catalog mm. and the range. It's not the fact that the cast, the catalog is massive. The range. It's the range. You know what I mean? We're talking from like hardcore hip hop to pop, pop. hip hop to right. pop. This dude has he's done it all. Which is perfect because my thing and stuff is that if you it depends who you're battling against. Yeah. And who you know might pay attention and stuff, whatever, to it. Mm. Right? Because it's kind of like I looked at this and stuff for the, as like a celebrity 
battle the beat makers. Honestly, yeah. and, and the yeah. God, yeah. and the God. Yeah. That's how I looked at it and stuff. That's, like that. that's exactly what it was. So that's what I said. That's how I know you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed it yeah. and stuff with her. Because when I'm looking at it and stuff with her, I'm like, if you could do it on this grand scale, you would probably do it exactly just like this, exactly but probably more like a face to face type of thing yeah. instead of over social media, or whatever, yeah. right? And I'm looking at this thing, and the, and the first thing I said to myself, I'm like, yo. Real talk, if you know you're doing a battle of beat makers and stuff, whatever, bring your crowd. Mm, yeah. Have your supporters come to the thing, come see you out, come show you out. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're on Scott Storch's thing and stuff with him and Manny Fresh going at it, and I'm seeing Christina Aguilera in there, whatever, I was like, Aguilera's in here? I was like, yo. And then somebody else, when I see Aguilera, like, she's like, oh, these are some classic hits. I'm like, and somebody's like, hey, Christina. And then I start chasing Aguilera because they seen a blue check. They went nuts. And I was like, do I turn groupie my damn self or do I just continue on listening? It's, the- it's funny because, I mean, you say that, right? And I'm mm-hmm. just like, even like, like yesterday, I think that was the biggest thing for me. When, when all these battles, battles were happening mm-hmm. and... You know, they say, you know, they were saying like this is for the culture. I think yesterday yesterday was truly like for the culture. Mm-hmm. Because almost everybody knows who Premier, P, uh, DJ Premier is as far as hip hop is concerned. Right. And Wu Tang is probably the biggest hip hop group. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Right? And you had the, the man behind that sound. And these guys are from the golden, what we consider the golden era of hip hop. Right. Right. So it's the era where prior to that looks and says we, we gave birth to that and respects it. Mm-hmm. The era after that looks at it and says, "Yo, this is where we, you know, I mean, this is where we took our inspiration from. Right. These are the guys that we grew up listening to." So, a hundred and ninety thousand people was like a wide range spanning at one time. At one time, and it's just like you say, you know, like I'm, like I'm seeing people pop up in the chat. Mm-hmm. That I didn't even know use IG. Like these are like some old school hip hop I, 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 I didn't know I grew up on. I didn't know LL was on IG. Duh, I, I'm, I'm flabbergasted at the names that I see popping up, and I'm like, wow. Like this is like, this is history. Like this is history of history. But I, I see. I found it funny and stuff because I think there's one part where RZA, he he said you can see the chat like it's froze and stuff, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like. Fucking Rizzo's name is Bobby Digital, and Bobby Digital don't know how to use digital shit. I was there dying. I was like, how the hell's your name Bobby Digital? You don't know how to work a digital type of... I'm like, you know what? Like, Maybe yo, it's just me. I was like, yo, Rizzo, you need to call your sons, man. You yeah, need to call them and see your sons, like, When I seen the kids come out and stuff, whatever, yeah. I was like, Bobby Digital, we had these kids on the standby. You should have been like, Dad, let me show you. Yeah, I'm like, nah, nah, nah. nah. We had pop, they would have had you pop a long time ago. Yeah, but no, I, I appreciate that and stuff and everything. Like... So who would you want to see? So I was looking, I'm looking forward to seeing The Alchemist versus Havoc. Oh, that's, that's official? No, oh, oh, that's not what, official. That's what, that's what you want to see. That's what I want to see. I want to see, so I want to see two. I want to see, because um, I heard Babyface and L.A. Reed 
They're supposed to go against like Teddy Riley. Because, mm. like, you know, Babyface and that whole Dito and, you know, his body of work, like Milestone, and that, his own personal stuff and everything. And I guess because the whole LaFace Records thing with L.A. Reid, so I guess they might even pull out some TLC into the mix. Because mm. that's wild. And then Teddy and then Riley. Be, but TLC's all thing, though. Oh, who? Dallas Austin. Yes. He's the producer behind all, all those joints. But then he would... So, see, 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 that's, the, see that's the funny thing with, because they with wrote, LaFace. LaFace, he wrote some of the things. Because he wrote some of the... But a lot of, produ- a lot of production stuff would have been... Would be Dallas Austin. Mm-hmm. See what I have to probably do. But then again, same with Teddy Riley and stuff like the that. Same you know thing, I mean? same, same thing. Because he would... A lot of the, the shit would have been Neptunes. Right. Because he helped us for real. Right. So, right? if you think, you really think about it, so, it would have to be... It would be Camp <clears throat> versus Camp. That would be interesting. Right. So the Teddy Riley thing has one. Um, you might not like what I have to say, but I feel like if it was a different circumstance, yeah. I would love to see P. Diddy, P. Diddy yeah. go against <clears throat> Robert Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, see, I knew you was going to come with something. I knew you were trying to, go, try Yo, to sneak him in somehow. Tell me Kel's catalog ain't massive. No, no. This catalog is, is But we but we just wanna cancel him and not and forget about like his whole massive catalog. But okay, but And then see, Diddy no, has but, a catalog too. See, here's the thing though. I mean we're okay, what we're watching now, we're watching Battle of the Producers. Right, but then remember, okay, so Dream mm-hmm. and Sean Garrett had one, like Battle of the Songwriters. Okay. And Neo had one okay. with um I think with with, with uh with Jay Austin, with John Austin, John Austin and stuff, whatever, did one with Neil. Right. About the things that they wrote, because he wrote some of Leah's songs like that. Can I come see, but over? Then you, see, but you'd have to put Kelly against a songwriter, though. Puffy's not really a songwriter. <laughs> Puffy put it on a stamp on credit. <laughs> whatever, right? So, I mean, if we look at it, stuff as like, there's tons of shit Diddy put his stamp on. Right, right. We, he made that clear. Don't worry if I write rhymes, I write checks. He writes checks. <laughs> Whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. He made that crystal clear. But then Kells, he done wrote for so many types yeah, of people. Yeah. And has like a catalog of music and stuff to mm-hmm. kill. So to see like them to go at it, not even at 20, give them 25 songs a piece, that'd be a hell of a thing to watch. But then you said one earlier and stuff for that. You said Pharrell and who? You said Pharrell and Diddy? No, no I said Pharrell and Timbaland. Pharrell and Timbaland. That would be massive to look at and stuff, whatever. And I wouldn't want 20. I, I, I would actually want 25. 25 or 30. No, you'd have to give me 25 or 30 out of that. Yeah, you got to give me 25 or yeah, 30 yeah, and stuff for that. Because yeah. I'm a Neptunes fan. I, I'm a Pharrell Williams I'm, I'm, fan. I'm a Neptunes fan from here. Jay-Z, Pharrell, Andre 3000, Jadakiss, and Fabulous. Those people, they can make things and they can be a dud. They could probably be farting on the track. And I'll still hear it. And I'll still be like... You know, that fart sound different than a regular person's fart. But that's what I'm saying. Because I remember Jay said, I can drop a straight dud and I'm going to stay up. It's facts. Hmm? Yeah. It's facts. So, yeah. same thing with Pharrell. Pharrell stuff, you listen to it, whatever, you like. But then your head will move and then your body will move. Or then, you know, it depends on the vibe because you might be like this. Because, like, look at Britney with the, I'm a slave for you. I heard it was a Janet Jackson track. Janet Jackson said it's too sultry because yeah. Pharrell even wrote lyrics to it. Yeah. She didn't want it. And then they're like, all right. And then Britney Spears jumped on it, whatever. 
And one of Janet Jackson's biggest regrets is that track right there. Yep. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, Pharrell's catalog, yes. Timbaland's catalog, massive. Because they can go, they can probably start off from hip hop to go into that pop world. Yep. Because you know, Timbaland got Timberlake, Nelly Furtado, Madonna. He can go win. And Pharrell could do the same that's thing. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Timbaland and Pharrell? For sure, one hundred percent. I'd love to see that battle. Yeah. yeah. So and even like so like during this whole COVID dance, these things are are very. I want to say like mind escaping type of things because you know like everybody's so bent up on COVID and stuff. And I'm not saying like, so not talking like it's something light. Yeah. But if you knew for a fact that you have better connection on your Wi-Fi at the house or in your location, and you want to see this. You're more you're more likely to stay home and stuff whatever and soak, oh, yeah, up, soak yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, right? Speaking of home, talk about some celebrities in their home and stuff, whatever. It's about Drake's fucking castle. Compound. Though the one he two C slides two C sliding in. Uh, we, hold on, side note. We're not trying to be famous from this Tusi slide. No. Okay, bless your heart. Because I, I was hoping, I'm like, I hope I don't see your ass. You'd be I'm like, hey, we Tusi sliding out here and be like, you know what, you on your own? Okay, bless your heart. Has my niece and nephew TikTok to this yet? Yes, they have. Oh, my God. Yes, that's, they have. Okay, I'm late. No, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but you know them. You, but you I, know. I know them. You know them. And I know no one you, you know. that they would you know. be doing such a thing. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like me, I think his house is something extraordinary yeah. to see. I was a fan of it and stuff, but I'm looking like, yo, I don't think I will have a problem <laughs> quarantining a house like that. Like no. most, most of these celebrities, when I see them, like, no. you know, we're here quarantining and stuff, whatever. I'm like, you're probably showing us probably like the little one room and we're taking it like you guys are Irish people like us. You know, what? the only problem I would have, though, mm. see, OK. See, if I'm going to quarantine like that in such a massive house, three or four of my versions have to quarantine with me. Well, yeah. Put them on some iso- I mean, put them, put them on isolation for like a few days. Bar- well, that's what I'm saying. The, the house is big enough. And then when they're enough. done, then you be like, hey! The house is big enough that y'all can right, isolate y'all each other, right? Mm-hmm. He had his friend in the video. You guys can come together when you guys need to come together, right? Mm-hmm. You can put Shorty up in a wing, uh, you know what I mean, in the east wing for about, you know what I mean, a couple days. And then when it's time to get busy, you ain't worried about going outside. You can just walk to the east wing. This is true. The whole video like a 5K walk, by the way. Yo. He walked down to the whole house, then he went outside to go bust out the fireworks at the end. I was like, I'm like. But if you're just up in that bitch by yourself, that's a lot of house to be in by yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a lot of house to that's, be in by yourself. That's a little too much and stuff, whatever. I mean, look at what I seen Will Smith shit. Will Smith, that house where they do um, the red table talks. Yeah. That house is fucking massive. Tennis courts and all the above. That's not. That's their quarantine is people's vacation. Okay. You think all the celebrities are following quarantine rules right now? I don't think so either. No. I don't think so. No, that's my final answer. The reason why I look at this stuff is like I might want to break quarantine just cause, and I think because of my celeb status. Yeah. I might get more perks and stuff, whatever. Right. Of just breaking quarantine. Right, right. Whatever, right? Like, I feel like 
four people get hit with these thousand dollar tickets that they're giving out in Toronto and stuff, whatever, right? But if it was Drake and them, hey, sorry, Mr. Graham, you're not really supposed to be out here. Can we get a photo for my kids, though? <laughs> Yo, you know those cops are gonna turn. You just, you just, you just, you just, you're just running to shoppers and you're gonna be yeah. go return right back yeah. home, right? They live with okay, you, right? Okay. Your house is big. We've seen your video. That's cool. Your house is big. That's cool. Do you need an escort to shoppers? Yeah. Like, you got throw the cherries on, just fall behind me. Right, right. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I feel like those things and stuff, whatever, kind of work in their favor. So if you're a celebrity and stuff like that, your quarantine is not regular people quarantine. But I guess that's part of the perks of those one percenter types, right? Do you think, do you think like, if you're like a celebrity, mm. right, you're new to the celebrity game? And you don't know that you really kind of have that kind of power. But another celebrity friend who, who's, who's been around the block a few times gives you a call. And you, you know what I mean? Like, yo, what up? Mar-a-Lago later. We throwing a party. And you ask stupid ass be like, but we're in the we're quarantine. Because now you don't want to break quarantine, but you also don't want to be square. This is true. Because if you're gonna have some some peoples and stuff, whatever, you just have them Uber. Do you have the people just Uber or get chauffeured and stuff, whatever, to the thing? Because therefore, with the Ubers, the cars aren't staying there, so cars are not piling up into that area, and they're getting dropped off. Listen, one that might, uh, yeah. Listen, man. Plus, yeah. they got access to the underground tunnels that we don't got access to. Like Harriet Tubman's house? <laughs> so, so we don't even see them when they move about the city. Yo. I never thought of it like that. You got a lot of shit to think about during this quarantine. You Yo. at work. You keep busy working, man. You can't. You know what I mean? You can't have can't these times for these thoughts. I can't have time for these thoughts. Not for these thoughts, hey, man. You gotta, be, and... you gotta be a stay-at-home dad right now. That's, <laughs> that's, that's my status. <laughs> Yo. Speaking of staying home, you think Bernie Sanders is staying home now? Because he he, he said he's, he's tapped out, he dropped out. He has better stay at home. COVID he, out there for his ass. He did catch a heart attack and stuff the other day, listen, though, right? Man. Listen, if you a little... Okay, let me get this straight. Because I was trying to, you know, say to this one person with this whole Italy thing, because I think they said Italy's at 20,000 deaths. Mm. I was saying... You know, they have, um, someone was saying, oh, they're glad that they're in Canada because we're, even though we have almost the same amount of people, we're spread out. So we're not as closely concentrated. Mm -hmm. And then I was saying also, it was the fact that there's a lot of, a lot of the elderly in Italy. Mm -hmm. To which this lady jumped up and said, it has nothing to do with it. It attacks is attacking all ages. No, now, no discriminate. I know it doesn't discriminate. Mm. It's going after everyone. But as someone who's older and whose immune system may be a little bit more compromised, mm -hmm. are they be are they more susceptible? Are we now saying this is it's not even an immune system type thing? Whether your immune is immune system is strong they're more susceptible or not they're more susceptible they're more susceptible because the older you get the, <clears throat> they said that 
And I thought it was a joke too, but they said the average person has at least three things wrong with them. Yeah. But it's just that I want to say there's some stuff you might be able to physically see with the eye. Right. And some things you might not be able to see and stuff, whatever, right? Right. And a lot of times and stuff, whatever, the older you get, your body is not able to bounce back as good as it was before. Right. Whatever, right? And that's including your immune system, your bones, your heart, everything. Yeah. You have a, say if you might have a, a, a stroke right now in your prime and you get rid of it, then like, we're talking about you get a stroke right now, rush to the merge, they give you a clot buster to free up those vessels and everything in your brain. You might be able to go back to regular life and stuff for that within a matter of like days with no therapy. Right. The older you get now, you do the same kind of procedure and stuff, whatever, you might not be able to bounce back as fast. Mm. Right? Because your body and stuff, whatever, your recovery rate in your body and stuff is different now. You're adding age, deterioration. Diet, lifestyle, because when you're older and stuff, you're not all focused on you're going to go to the gym or workout and stuff like that. Right. You have the handful rare ones that you might see older people and stuff, senior citizens even going for jogs yes. or walks and stuff like long distance walks and everything. Yes. They come up different. Okay. They come up different, whatever, right? But not everybody and stuff is built like that. So that's what I'm saying. Like when they get older, they're susceptible to get these things. Mm, okay. That's funny, man. I remember. I remember being a, a, a little kid, probably like around between the ages of five and seven. Mm-hmm. One morning, I don't know what I was doing, if I was on my tricycle or something, but I fell and I scraped my knee, mm-hmm. right? By the afternoon, mm-hmm. my knee was fully scabbed over, right? By the end of the day, that scab was falling off and the scrape, the skin was practically healed. And in your head, you were playing the X-Men theme because you thought your Wolverine's long lost son. This is, I was like, I was like, how the hell did I heal so quickly? This was in a day, right? Let your bitch ass get a paper cut right now. Dude, I scraped myself three weeks ago and that shit still ain't healed. Let your bitch ass get a paper cut right now. That shit still ain't healed. Exactly. Wow. I used to get, I got a paper cut and stuff, whatever. Like, my thing and stuff is that because I'm I'm righty. I'm right-handed. Right. So I'll write and stuff, whatever, and I'll tend to like move papers and stuff for so much on my left and I'll write my right. And I used to always get paper cuts, especially on this thumb, right? It's so funny and stuff, whatever. And out of nowhere, I got a paper cut and stuff, whatever. Like, I want to say, like, in grade school and everything, like, whatever. Cut, heal. Cut, yeah. heal. Gone, like, by the time I even look. I had a paper cut, I think, when I was, like, 30? Yeah. You could probably slightly see it. Oh, well, yeah, I can. I'm like, my X-Men powers are gone. <laughs> I was sweating bullets. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take my time. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not healing the same way. And that's 30. So imagine when you're like Dude. 50, 60, 70, and then you get something like this into your system. Dude, I'm looking like I'm looking at scrapes like weeks old. I'm like, shit, y'all ain't healed yet? Yeah. Yep. So I mean that it, that's what I said. It, yes, it doesn't discriminate and stuff, whatever, but the older you get, it's kind of hard to bounce back and stuff, whatever, compared to like somebody stuff who might have a better diet, better lifestyle, and everything. Cause remember, we live in times, I want to say. Like, people more health conscious. We spoke about that before. Yeah. People more concerned about, like, you know, what they put in their bodies, how they're eating. Right. People going vegan, 
cleaner eating, organics, you know, those type of things. Right. And then much as the lifestyle they're living and stuff with yeah. it too. I mean, I, I mean, it's at the point where they've actually extended life expectancy. Facts. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like that's those are the dances stuff where we're adding stuff, whatever. Now, and that's why this COVID thing it hits everybody kind of different because you don't know what the person is doing with their life or their body mm. at that time when they happen to get the, these things and stuff, whatever. Right. 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 So that be that. I have a question pertaining to the COVID thing and stuff with her. To you, how many people you thought bought their first sex toy during the COVID thing? I mean, Amazon is still clocking out here. Oh, I got a ring on the doorbell the other day and it kind of blew my mind and stuff whatever. Because Amazon came like 10 p.m. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hear ding, ding. I'm like, who the hell come over unannounced? And then I just see the person like go off to the door and just drive off. So I'm like, what the hell? And I looked and it was the Amazon package. Mm. So I was like, shit, Amazon's out here grinding too. So salute to Amazon, the Amazon workers as well. But they many, out here working, man. How many people bought their first I think I, I think I think it's going uh, twofold. Twofold. Give me a digit. Give me a digit. One out of, let's say one out of every 10 people. How many out of 10? I want four. Four out of 10. Four out of 10. Four out of 10. Well, they're fucking <laughs> their toys. Four out of ten. I didn't buy a sex toy yet. Mm. <laughs> Why are you giving it? Mm. I mean, you did say Amazon dropped something off at the door. <laughs> no, that was the. <laughs> I ain't no shame on my game. I'm the king of purpose. I'll, I'll admit to any damn thing and stuff, whatever I did. I own my but no, I mean. You know what the funny thing too and stuff whatever is that because of the whole COVID thing, yeah, I'm running my body kind of rampant and tired. So I want to say, like, I'll be on the phone with somebody with, yeah. with a woman and stuff, and be like, yo, tell me if you're close by, I will dry hump the shit out you with a hazmat suit. So in my mind, like, what is the expression? The mind is willing, but the body, body cannot. Because as soon as I hang up that phone. <laughs> And then I hear my alarm go off, and I'm like, I gotta go back to the battlefield again. So that's what I'm saying. Like, in here, it's a it's a real mental thing. I I, I really want to be like the ultimate mm. porn star, but the body's saying like, bro, okay. you need to sleep. Okay. So how, how so out of ten, how many how many do you think? Out of ten? Yeah. I was gonna say two. You because gonna, the you reason why? Do you wanna say two? Two out of ten. The reason why I say two out of ten because it's kind of like. It might be some people like you and I having a debate about it and stuff like that. Be like, yo, I bit the bullet. I bought a flashlight. Word? <laughs> for real? Yeah. Let me know how that goes for you and everything, like whatever, right? And then how, you, how you, much you, it costs? Yeah, yeah. How much it costs? How much it costs? Where'd you buy it from? They get they get all the little the personal data, they and you, then they give you any coupons. <laughs> and then it'd be like, yo, they said if you recommend a friend, that friend gets ten percent off, whatever, right? Be like, yo, and then the next day you call, be like, yo, how are you? You check, just checking up on them to see how they doing, whatever. Like, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. By the way, did you use the fest light? <laughs> I just got it yesterday. Did you use it or yeah. not? I'll call you back. All right. Getting right. two hours, two hours, and <laughs> yo, it's the most amazing thing. What's the offer code? Yo. What's the offer code? Yo, let me get the code. <laughs> let me get the discount. Let me get the code. <laughs> I just think it's like two of them. The other third person be like, so you just can't use your hands though? Like, I understand. Why you gotta go into technical with toys? But it's that one chick, I feel like it's that one chick and stuff, whatever, be like, you ain't got nothing to do. Mm -hmm. 
You ain't got no man. Mm-hmm. You know, girls look out for girls. They'll be like, you know what? This is on me. This is your birthday gift. But my birthday's September. This is your birthday gift in April. Bitch, you're going to be using this in <laughs> September. <laughs> and she get the packages over there. Ding, ding. Buzz Lightyear to the rescue. And it'll look nothing like Toy Story the movie. You're like, zzz, zzz, to infinity and beyond. Yeah. So I said two. Two out of ten. I think women out here good expanding their range of toys. Yeah, the OG vets. Yeah, 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 yeah. They just that's they, 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 they not, they're not chancing anything. This is a perfect like, excuse. Yeah. It's not to be all fucked up, but if you a hot chick, you a hot girl, you one of those ones that you know, full of yourself, you narcissistic. Yes, her range is vast. If you one of the ones on the lower end of the scale and stuff, whatever. <laughs> She going with old faithful. <laughs> she no, she going. She gonna call her a COVID cutie over. She gonna call. She, she, gonna, call, COVID. she gonna call a COVID a COVID cutie. She gonna call the dude like, I don't have COVID, and I believe you're safe. <laughs> but the hot chicks be like, no, I'm not trying to affect me, my family. What's wrong with you? Goodbye. But these other ones, they out here going, girls going wild. They want to show tits and everything on the face, FaceTime titties and everything. Come over. Look, look what you're missing. And they start flashing. Yo, you too. Nah. Two I, out of ten. I got a question. Okay. Out of ten, mm. right? Mm-hmm. How many healthcare workers smashing in the hospitals? Seven out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Here Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm, I'm listening. Hear I'm me listening. Out. I'm lonely at the house. Right. Set person might be lonely at the house. Right. We know this is what the world is right now. Right. Let's say if I'm not I'm not really to her typical look or her typical standard. Yeah. Can you really do better out there? <laughs> like in these times? Yeah. You have no data on that person out there you might see on Tinder and everything like that. Bumble and all the above. Even Tinder's practicing social distancing. It's pissing me off, by the way. FYI. I'll show it to you and stuff, whatever. <laughs> Tinder out here practicing social distancing? Oh, my gosh. You it's can't an- swipe nothing near it's you? It's annoying. No, no. They they open the range. Me, my, my, my thing and stuff is like, if it's in 25 clicks. Yeah. Because 25 clicks at me is less than a 30-minute drive. Right. I can get to set person, right? Right. Tinder, they got rude. They want to expand this bitch to like the whole world. Wow. So I see some girl stuff and I'm like, little black chick, you know, a little mixed. She look kind of mixed. It's exotic, like whatever. Yeah. And I see her like behind like some buildings and stuff that I seen like in anime and Japanese movies. I'm like, she's in Japan? Then when you swipe over, you see the kilometers. It says 15,000 kilometers wow. away. The fuck am I going to do with that? Hmm. Phone text. Social distance. This, this is what it's about. So that's why I'm looking at like, yo, hospital workers or these frontline people and stuff. You're looking like, yo, like I said, you're in that struggle. You're in that time. Mm. Because the funny thing too, I went to a Walmart. I went to a Walmart, and I seen a woman employee putting some stuff away, and a guy employee came and slapped her on the ass. He's like. Whatever, right? In so, Walmart? In Walmart. 
in Walmart. I'm not gonna tell you which Walmart on camera. I'll tell you which Walmart <laughs> off camera. Whatever, right? But this I was, was like, recent. This was oh, this was like two weeks ago. Oh, okay. I had okay. to go buy some body washes and things like that for myself. He found himself a COVID cutie. Right, he found him a COVID cutie. I was looking like, so that's what I was saying to myself, like, ain't this about a bitch? I can't even find a chick and stuff at my job to even yeah. slap ass before I might catch a Harvey Weinstein case yeah, on me. Yeah. But this dude out here doing it. And then when I was looking, I was like, oh, and they both looked at me like, shit, this guy seen us. Whatever, us. right? He got us. I'm looking, I'm looking like, hey, these are different times. This is your world. Everybody gets lonely. Yeah. Right? So she did a <laughs> and the guys looking like, you know, bro. Thank you for understanding. Whatever, yeah. right? So I'm looking like, I'm pretty sure these people are not in a relationship. Maybe not, no. no. But they know for a fact when they come to work, they're gonna have that break time. They stock room smashing. Mm, stock room smashing. Look at Stock room smashing. Social distance five to you. Stock room smashing. So what do you call it for the hospital? Hospital humping? Gotta <laughs> 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 <That> work. <laughs> Hospital. Hospital humping. humping. Stock yo, room yo, smashing. Yo, yo. Quarantine quarterback. Quarantine quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yo. <laughs> stock room smashing. Hospital humping. Stock, <laughs> stock, stock room smashing. Hospital humping. Yo, stock room smashing. That's the name of this podcast. Stock room smashing. Stock room smashing. That's uh, the name of this podcast. That's it. That's it. Yo. <laughs> that's it. So, if you're still leaving the house to go work, because we know you can't go visit your COVID cutie. You just might very well be stockroom stock smash. <laughs> yo, yo. All right. Yo, okay. Um, let's get to it. You so funny? I'm still laughing. You're so funny. You're going to get mad questions at work, bro. <laughs> You're going to get mad questions at work, bro. Yo. You got quite a few stock rooms where you had. Yo. Some supply rooms. Some. some. It, it, play this. It was a problem. Last, on Monday, when I walked into work mm -hmm. with a fresh cut and shave. Mm. And then when I decided to post the photo from the day before, <laughs> looking oh. cute might delete this later. Yeah, feeling cute might delete it later. Man, oh man, <laughs> the rage that formulated one. This mad dude's out here dying for a cut. Yeah, dudes, yeah. dudes hit me up like, yo, Doc, who's your barber? Yo, Doc, where'd you go? Yo, tell him I'll pay him extra to come see me, man. Yo, I won't tell nobody. Mm -hmm. He can wear a mask and gloves and just give me a cut mm -hmm. and be on his merry way. Mm -hmm. Then there's women and stuff are like, my man is looking like a slob at the house and you out here looking like a million dollars. It's like, yo, so people think I'm starting smashing already. Because <laughs> somebody asked me, they're like, who are you fucking here to look this fly for? Trying to come on Dougie to work. <laughs> I can't feel cute. I'll delete it later, I promise. <laughs> Coming on, Dougie. Yo, I can't feel Starkroom smash. Yo, Starkroom smash. Somebody asked me, somebody asked me, they asked me, they're like, yo, how come you like a million bucks and stuff, whatever? I thought you were single. I'm like, yeah. They're like, are you seeing women and stuff when you leave here? I'm like, nah, I'm going home. They're like, so why are you looking so good to come here? I was like, 
Oh, thank you for the compliment. Mm. But they're like, yo, are you screwing somebody here? That's what somebody said to me. So I'm literally, I guess I, I, I'm stockroom smashing. I didn't, I didn't, but... Marv. <laughs> Whether or not you're doing it, <laughs> we know as sure as hell somebody is doing it at some hospital mm-hmm. is stockroom smashing. Mm-hmm. Any front, any essential worker, yeah. they're finding time and stuff, whatever. Yeah, yeah. this this stock room smack. Yeah. That, that, that one employee that you flirted with, because you could flirt with, but now you're flirting with because it may be your only chance. <laughs> I've, been, I've been throwing out, I told him, I'm like, I'm conducting my own personal screening for a COVID cutie. So I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, have you left the country within 14 days? Is anybody in your house doing a Jay-Z <laughs> cough? <laughs> You're like, you're like, no? Okay, you know. Chances are you have a higher possibility of being a COVID cutie for Marv. Please stay healthy for 14 days and we'll get back to you yeah. and check your resume. <laughs> so, hey. I mean, but I think the the great thing about, like, what the situation and stuff, whatever, now with this whole COVID thing is now to the bonus people, to the good people, or yeah. let me say this from a religious standpoint, idle hands is devil's playground. Right. Right? Yeah. Now, people who are using their time and stuff very constructively, they're starting up their own businesses, whatever, you know, you get money now from the government and stuff, whatever. We're different in Canada compared to, like, I guess, in America. Yeah. If you were lucky and you get the thing and stuff, every two weeks you're getting about, like, I guess, like a grand. Yeah. Whatever, from EI Mm -hmm. and everything and stuff, whatever. So now you're getting paid to kind of stay home and time to probably start up a personal business and everything like that, whatever. But so many people and stuff, can, they want to start a business or do a business or go into a business. Right. But I feel like they have the keys to success. Like, I feel like they lack the keys to success and stuff, whatever. Like, I mean, if you want to go into business and stuff like that, whatever, whatever realm you're trying to venture in, you might look in somebody who might do something similar to you. Yeah. But I don't think they might have the cutting edge and stuff, whatever, or the, the tools necessary. Because I feel like a lot of people and stuff, they sometimes short on resources. Right. In today's right. time, because everybody wants to be successful. Yeah. So we're here. Drop some gems for the people. What are your, what is your recipe to success? Uh, it's got to be something that you, f- you feel like you were pretty much, I wouldn't say Born to do, but you have the right. For? You have the, the the. I would say not not only the love for mm-hmm. love for has got to be there, be there definitely, but also the tools for. Because you could have love for something and not have the and not have the tools mm-hmm. to get it done or to to get it to make it work. Right, and then it just becomes something where. You know, you 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 might be frustrated with, with like you could be a lover of music, mm-hmm. right? But not know how to make music, mm. right? So that's what I'm saying. See, so like like it's, it's it takes more than just having a love for something. It also takes you having the the tools mm-hmm. and the know how. Uh, Cause it's, I mean, there there be there'll be times where it's gonna seem like it's fruitless. 
know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you, you're doing a lot of you, you're doing a lot of work. For in vain. But yeah, you're not seeing anything out of it. Um, what do you mean, like dollars wise? Do, like, like, because I mean, I think if you if not you, only dollars wise, like I like, like I hear what you're saying, like not not only dollars wise, mm -hmm. but I want to say, I want to say satisfaction. If if it's something that you you don't love or you don't have the you don't have necessarily have the tools for it, mm -hmm. it's hard to it's hard to accomplish something and then feel satisfied about it, even if that satisfaction comes with without a paycheck. I get it, but I mean, okay. So say the sons don't stop until you're proud. Don't stop until you're proud. Yeah. Right. Don't stop until you're proud. Right. Right. So it's got to be something so that's definitely that's satisfactory to you. It, yeah. Something that if even if if being proud mm -hmm. is an achievement, mm -hmm. then you then you're good with it, and you're not expecting anything more. That way, it's not disappointing if it doesn't yield anything more. I think when you're out here saying to yourself, "I got all this free time on my hands." Mm -hmm. I now want to do something to occupy some of this free time on my hands. Let me jump into to business. Well, if you're not if you're not somebody who's not business minded to begin with, it's not going to work. You got to have some sort of inkling for business mm -hmm. to get into business. Otherwise, whatever you're going to do is a hobby. But in, see, and I consider inkling love or passion. Yeah. Because my thing and stuff is that, to even like there's a kid out there somewhere and stuff, whatever, right? Even I think probably even during this whole time and stuff, whatever, still on their driveway or in their backyard shooting hoops yeah. on their hoop and everything like that, whatever. And they're not in the NBA yet. Right. But that practice and stuff is necessary. They will be, they will come to a point where they're satisfactory about what their jump shot game is and stuff like whatever. Right. On their hoop right. to better their skill and stuff for there. But I mean, it's not going to pay off in cash from the practice. You get what I'm saying? Right. It takes time and stuff to go from backyard shooting or driveway shooting to NBA. Right. So, I mean, like, it's not in vain if it's to something like you have an inkling or a love for or a passion for. But also, I, I would. I would add to that though, it's not in vain if you have uh, an inkling or a passion for it because what you it you've regu you've regulated it to a it's not a business thing, it's a hobby now. It's something that you love to do. Right. For you. Right. Right? So that's what I'm saying. So for you to say you're gonna start something tomorrow mm. business wise. You may be looking at it the wrong way. Maybe you should start something tomorrow as a, a hobby, hobby. As right? A hobby. So do you have this low expectations from it. You're not expecting low to expectations, high rewards, babies. There you, there you go. You you just doing it because you love to do it, right? Right. There's a certain it brings certain pride to you, brings certain joy to you. It may not bring any monetary value. If it brings monetary value, that's a bonus. bonus. Absolutely. That's a bonus. Absolutely. Then you may want to consider making that hobby. A business. Right. But to say to yourself, hey, I'm going to start a business mm -hmm. and not be business minded, it doesn't work. Facts. I can agree to that. I can agree to that. It doesn't work. A lot of people make, a lot of people make that mistake because they, have, because they have passion. 
behind a certain thing, right? Mm-hmm. But as soon as you attach business to it, it has to adhere to business principles. So if you're not business minded to respect business principles about, you know what I mean, how, you know, the nature of operation of things, mm-hmm. then you can't successfully run that business and that business is not going to be successful. You might as well just keep it as a hobby because if it, you know what I mean, if it craps out on you tomorrow, you're like, oh, doesn't matter. I th- yeah. See, okay, give, I'm not, I'm not going to. Okay, give me another one of your, your keys to success. Cause I want to jump in on my and one of mine is stuff that will clash with one of, like what you just what said. I just said. Because I well, one of mine's what I would say yeah. is that always change your conclusion. What I mean by that and stuff whatever is that you can go at it as a hobby, right? And then somebody might say, "Oh, you have a knack for that." Or you do that real well. Yes. And stuff like that. So before you were doing it as just a hobby thing, to right. so somebody probably, you say, in your head, you're just going to do it to pass the time. Mm. And then after some people tell you some stuff like that, whatever, and then you start seeing a different vision, your conclusion now will change the stuff. Or you're just going to start doing it for the past time. You might doing it for, to reach more people. Right. Right? Like, if we're looking at the podcast, it was something to do. Yeah. And then now it's to reach more people. Yeah. And now... It's to a point where it can generate revenue. But what you're speaking on is you're speaking on the bonus aspect of it. Because it's already it's already not su- surpassing what we've originally intended for it to do. Right. Which is help us kill some time, enjoy each other's company, mm-hmm. laugh and shoot the shit. Shoot the shit. Right? Right. Somebody comes by and says, yo, you guys is really good at that. Mm-hmm. Right? That's bonus. We already we already feel and know that we're good at it. Right. Shit, this is good for us. Right. But somebody else recognizing that, that's bonus. Now that other person is saying, hey, you guys can do this, that, and the third mm-hmm. to already increase what you're already doing. doing. Right. And that's it goes back that goes back to like potential and ambition again. Exactly. Ooh, this is a nice podcast. Exactly. This is a nice podcast. Now you're saying to yourself, oh shit, hey, you know what? It's a hobby. We had the ambition to do it's, it, and now it's the it's a potential. Hobby. I'm really good at it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the next step? Because right. now, because now, see, now it pay, now it pays attention. Right. Now you're paying attention. Right. And now you're saying to yourself, "Hey, wow, what well, what do I got to do to make this pop?" Now you're inclined to learn the business side of it. After. Because, but that's what I'm saying. Because you're doing it for the hobby, right? Now you've changed your conclusion, right? And that's what I'm saying. That's right. one of my yeah. pieces of success. Yeah. Now, now you're in turn to look at the business side of things. Now you're saying to yourself, "Well, you know what? Regardless if I'm successful or not, mm-hmm. I'll still love it. It's still gonna be my passion and my hobby." True. But guess what? This could be the bonus. So let me go and search this out. Then you go search this out. Okay. You know what I mean? You find out it doesn't work, and it goes back to being your hobby. Okay. Give me another one then. Determination. Because yeah. you gotta be in a you gotta be in that position to see it through, to even realize that it can be a hobby. And to see it past that, to even recognize the potential of it being a business. We're aligned with that. My wording and stuff is always like, 
have the have the courage to pursue the idea. But it's, it's, it falls in the same yeah. realm. Yeah. Okay. Got any more? Uh, determination, enjoying enjoying what you're doing. Um. See, I, I want to say tunnel vision, but it could be a little bit misleading when I say that. I say this is, yeah. You get, you got to break that down. When I say, t- when I see tunnel vision, I'm saying it to the point where you're setting your eyes on a goal. Mm-hmm. You're focusing on that goal. You're not looking towards your left or you're not looking towards your right mm-hmm. to be distracted or to be taken off that focus. Oh, so your you're, you're focused. Right. <clears throat> so that's what I mean by, by tun- tunneling your vision on that one specific goal. I think that maybe that putting it that way is a little bit more clear. If you're tunneling your vision as opposed to having tunnel vision, because okay. you don't want to have tunnel vision and be closed-minded to other opportunities that might be popping up. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Uh, I want to say... <laughs> Why pass the stockroom? Because <laughs> <laughs> you might be distracted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, depends on the person. You might want to jump in or you might want your turn. Um, I want to say, have the ability to outwork others. Where I'm from is you don't work, you don't eat, you don't grind, you don't shine. Mm. And yeah, you can work and stuff, whatever, and have food and stuff, whatever. But like, if you want to shine and stuff, whatever, you really have to grind. And grinding to me, like legit, illegally, whatever, is your ability to outwork others. Because like, if we're looking at like something like this, somebody else's stuff, whatever, has another podcast stuff, whatever. There's tons of, there's millions of people that have other podcasts. Yeah. But I feel like we have to do things to kind of distinguish ourselves from the pack. And be able to outwork the others and stuff, whatever. Right. Who cannot, whatever, yeah. right? Because yeah. I want to say our worth ethic is showing proof to like, I want to say from like each show. Yes. From each show, whatever, right? Because I can look at another no celebrity podcast and say, who the hell has a music video for the intro? Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Our ability right there is already outworking other podcasts. Right. Right. Whatever, right? From countless episodes and stuff, from like countless topics and... And real shit, good shit, bad, all the above and stuff, whatever. And we're we don't we're not afraid to tread into any kind of realm. Yeah. Or we're not stuck to like specific kind of topics or genres. We're already outworking so many. Right. Yeah. So I want to say the ability to outwork people, the outwork the others, the competition. Yes. That's a hell of a thing. And my other thing is to be patient. Shit don't pop up every night. People don't people don't have patience. Patience is a key. patience is a key, man. People don't have patience. Like they think like. Success comes like that. Yeah. They think that, okay, they'll do this. It's going to happen soon. And if it doesn't happen right away, it hurts them. Whatever, right? And then they, then they jump off and kill it, whatever. But then the, the I want to say the, the fucked up thing about it, whatever, is that when they realize that they jumped off something, and then they realize that in that room, something took off. Mm, yeah. They kicked themselves. And it's not even they. I'll say it to myself. I felt like when it came to like my old porn site, I sold it and got rid of it too early. Right. Right? Yeah. 
because I was looking so more for like the other two people that are on my team. Right. I'm like, it's three of us that own this company. We're in this together, but all the work kind of fell on me. On you. And I was like, this is a lot for one person to fathom. Yeah. Whatever, right? Instead of me just kind of saying like, yo, be patient, do this due diligence, manage them, like micromanage and macro and micromanage them and stuff, whatever, on how to utilize their time. That was it. I was Pornhub before Pornhub. I was about to say, get nasty right now. None of us is working. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. None of us is working. And I kicked myself. I kicked myself. Any like when when I think of like all these things and stuff, I was like, I had it. I wasn't patient. I'm I'm speaking from experience with this patience shit. Yeah. Trust. Yeah. yeah. Be patient. Just because it doesn't come like how you expect and stuff, whatever. Stay true to the course, like he said. Stay focused. Get that tunnel vision on the focus, and just go away yeah, and stuff. You're gonna, you're gonna have a lot of people to be negative and tell you this, that, and the There's third. There's tons because they can't do what you do. And and not, I mean, and not only with their words, but I mean, with their actions. Yeah. I mean, the the, the part of the reason why you you gave it up is because you were the only one who were consi- was consistent with the actions. Right. To see it through. If everybody had the same the same vision. Right. And, you know, the same It'd be a different thing because it, I'm outworking them. Yeah. We're, we're a team. I'm outworking them. If they would have said to themselves they need to outwork Marv, it would have been a different state. Different state of mind. Different place. Yeah. Should have, would have, could have. We're not living with that, but I'm speaking from experience and stuff, whatever. The keys to success. My keys to success is that what I realized when it came to that right there. I'm like, you be patient because I told myself, like, if I was more patient and stuff, whatever, right? And I had the people, like, they were willing to outwork me, right? Would have been a different state of mind right now, yeah. different place, different income, different tax bracket, all of the above. But yeah. it's life lessons you have to learn, and I learned that and stuff, whatever, through experiences. But us speaking from our platform to help the ones that listen, yeah, go forth and conquer. Kings and queens. I mean, but I'm not. I mean, not only for for those who are listening. I mean, we 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 see it, and we're learning from our own mistakes, Absolutely. and we, we apply the best what we teachers learn. a mistake. We we apply so what say we the learn sons. every day. You understand? So it's it's a stepping stone. It's it's what you use. From your prior experiences, bringing it over to your next experience, making your next experience that much more fathom, fathomable or whatever that word is, <laughs> that much more easier to strive for. You know, it's, I, I tell you, I, 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 <laughs> I had to break it down slow myself. Okay. I tell you, I tell you, it's, you know, there's a lot of stuff <clears throat> that I've learned and I've learned them through making mistakes, mm-hmm. but being, being patient enough with it, knowing Okay, it's not the end of all being. Facts. Absolutely. I just got to take that mistake now and the, the, the lesson that I learned from it, apply it going forward to whatever else that I'm, that, you know, I need to conquer, I need to get past. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Cool, yeah. Cool. I was, all I'm saying right now is, you know, we have, you know, a lot of us have a good amount of time on our hands. Right. Um, the best thing is to utilize that to fulfill a to fulfill a passion first and foremost. I know, you know, you, you, we, 
some of us are out here, you know, maybe wondering, you know, how the source of income is going to look like and are trying to come up with all these ideas to make money on the side. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of them is just, you know, it just does not fit the person. It's just not, it's just not them, but they're doing it anyway because they want a paycheck. And, you know, it's not, you know, it's not a way of being successful. It's just like, oh, you know, what you're saying. It's, it's, de it's determination, it's faith, it's patience. I mean, when we see success, we, we see six, the majority of us mm -hmm. see successful people mm -hmm. when they're already successful. Right. It's only a small portion of people who get to witness them going through their mistakes. Absolutely. To get to that point where, you know what I mean? They're successful. Right. So, you know, the vast majority sees this person pop up and like, oh my gosh. He must have been born with a gold spoon in his mouth. Right. No, no, he wasn't. <clears throat> but they, 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 they see steps eight, nine, and ten. That's it. They don't see steps one to seven. That's it, right? Steps one to seven, he was putting, she was putting on their pants one leg, leg at a time, just like you. Waking up, just like you. Yeah. Doing the same sort of routines, just like you. It's just only they had a vision that they became, you know, they tunneled viewed on. Mm-hmm. And it just focused on that and became determined determined to see it through. Yeah, that's that's the only difference I would think. Yeah, I agree. All righty, let's move on. Let's get to the question of the week. Question of the week. This weekend I had some time to sleep. Yes, a little bit more, and I realized I don't need to be what's my guy's name and stuff, whatever. To have lucid dreams, juice world. Oh, you didn't need to be juice world. I didn't need to be juice world to have lucid dreams. You just need to lack a little bit of sleep. Yeah, just lack <laughs> just some lacking. sleep, and when the shit kicks in, the shit kicks in. Question of the week: Describe your worst nightmare. Hmm. I'm about to say, how many nightmares do you have? Or how is your nightmare that bad? Oh yeah. No. That's why it's, it's it's funny because when we first discussed this and you said you know you you gave me a hint to what the questions might be, I tried to think of one. I so what you go to sleep and you have like a blank movie screen and wake up. No, I I dream. Okay. I just don't have I don't have nightmares. I may have dreams that are weird, but they're like they're not nightmares. So like, you ever had not... nightmares in the past? No, I've never had a. You never had a nightmare. I've never had a nightmare. Folks, not that I, I not I that work I can with remember. an alien. <laughs> not that I can remember. I've I've never had a nightmare. Yeah. I've been in situations where I've I've fought. You know what I mean? I may I may have been in wars and stuff, but I've never been physically, you know, jump out of my my bed and cold sweat. <sighs> like holy shit! I don't want to go back to sleep. I've never had a nightmare like really, really, honestly. Not that I can remember, honestly. You know, I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe you, but... Well, I'm saying... I'm, I'm, not, saying I, that, no, I'm not saying that it's not it's possible. It's not like I don't believe you. Yeah. But I don't take you for a liar. I know you're not a liar. Yeah. So that's the... It's just mind-boggling to me and stuff like that. You really never... And like I said, maybe I just can't remember. And, and I would think if it's a nightmare, not me, I should be able to remember, right? Right. Like, a nightmare would stand out. Like, there's dreams that I've remembered. Right. So I'm saying to have, like, a nightmare, like a like a... 
sadistic clown ready to stab me and shit like that where I got to jump up out of my sleep. Mm-hmm. I've never had like something like that. Now, we, we spoke about um, the witch. Mm-hmm. The witch that, that's, that sit on your, your chest. Oh, the old, the old hag? The old the, hag. Oh, yeah. We, we spoke about stuff like that, which is... It's Sleep un- paralysis. It's, it's, yeah, it's unnerving. Right. But it's not a nightmare. It's not a nightmare. Yeah, it's not. It's like it's it's not something that would would prevent me. Because technically, you from, you are kind of awake. Yeah, right. It's not something that would prevent me from falling back to sleep. Like, I, oh, she gone. Let me go back to sleep. Oh, yeah? I'm going back to sleep. For real? I'm going back to sleep. Fuck that shit. When that shit happened to me and stuff, I turned on the TV. I was watching Door to Explore. Yeah. <laughs> I said a Bible verse, a half of a Bible verse, because I was like, I was too tired to read the book. So I'm like, you know what? If I have some door to explore on, something nice and easy and stuff where I can go to sleep with ease. Yeah. Yo, I had this one nightmare. I used to have it for the longest and stuff for that. And I think the last time I had it was probably like I was like 28. I haven't had it in my 30s and stuff forever. But when I thought about the question, because I thought about some people and stuff have some nightmares and stuff for there. So I have two. One, I have a nightmare and stuff for there. For some odd reason and stuff, whatever. I wake up somewhere and there's some rapists around, some gay rapists. Yeah. And they, they kind of hold me down like oh, no. You watching you watching too much too, prison movies. Too much too much prison movies. A and what's B and B is too much Boondocks. Yes, <laughs> yes. I got all all the real seasons, season one to three. Yeah, four don't count to me. No, no, four don't count. Aaron Magruder, if you hear that, four don't count to me. I'm with you. <clears throat> My next one is it's so trippy. I'm at a beach. And it's kind of like I know whenever I know I'm at this beach looking at the like the sunset and everything, yeah. I know what's gonna happen. Like me on the beach knows. I'm like, fuck, is this dream again? I had this dream reoccurring, this nightmare reoccurring for the past in my life, maybe at least like every two, three years. Okay. Whatever. Like after 28, it stopped. Yeah. Whatever, right? I go to a beach, I'm at the beach, I'm looking at the sunset, and I look in the corner of my eye, like in my peripheral, like up. Oh, there's a person falling from the sky. It's me. So mm. when I realize it's me falling from the sky, I flip now from bodies from person from on the beach yeah. to person in the You're sky falling. Person. Right. Yeah. So now I'm looking at the person and stuff that are on the beach. I'm gone. Right. So I'm, it's just me falling and stuff towards the water now, whatever, right? Right. When I slap the water, it's like shattered stained glass and stuff, whatever. It just shatters. Boom. Fall through. Okay. And when I fall and stuff like that, I land on like this little like, kind of like a Billy Jean type of little area or whatever. Where like every time I step, it lights up. Yeah. But it's mad darkness around me. And I see two glowing red eyes and stuff, whatever. And I wake up and I'm like, huh, huh. And then, so one time stuff, I had the dream. I looked up and it was like a staircase stuff, whatever. And the eyes are following me like, nigga, you ain't going out of here. So I was like, <laughs> How the hell do I beat what I can't see? You know what I'm saying? So hold on. Is it is it st- after the third or fourth time dreaming the stream? Is it still a nightmare though? Because now you kind of know what you what to expect. Is it still a nightmare? But that's that's the reason I'm like I'm trying to like figure out how to get out of it because other times I was stuck right, there and I'm looking right, like right right. I'm right. looking like if I go to the edge of like this little walk area and stuff whatever. Yeah. Like every area I took a step on, it's lit and it stays lit. Yeah. So it's kind of like. You know, like the boom, one step, it, the light doesn't go out. It's just lit. Yeah. So I'm like, what the f- is going on? And then when I look, I see some red, bright, growing red eyes. They're big. They're about bigger than my body. So I'm like, I'm like, 
I don't know. So I told one chick one day, she's like, oh, she's a, you know, she can read dreams and shit like that, whatever. Yeah, you know those people, those assholes. Yeah. Like, not, not, not all your assholes. Yeah, yeah. Some people, you know, they boot like psychic abilities. She's like, it's the devil trying to get you. That's one. Then another person told me and stuff, whatever. It's that I'm afraid of the unknown and that's the reason why I'm shook. Duh! <laughs> that, that's, that's logical. Thank you, Captain Obvious. I was like, yo... Yo, so, but that dream, I haven't got it and stuff, whatever. So I want to say I kind of broke down my own analogy and stuff to it, whatever. Is that like, I probably had some fear and some stigma of losing myself. Right. But I'm at a point now and stuff, whatever, where I'm good to go. So maybe I haven't had that dream and stuff, whatever. So when I seen the thing about the nightmare, I'm like, let me ask you. Now, Fine. has there ever been a point where you, you said to yourself in your dream, Listen, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just fight these red eyes, mm-hmm. and just whatever happens, happens. If I had a weapon, <laughs> you just, I don't think I was big enough to see, swing. And I think, and I and see, I think, I think part and this that's part and parcel of the reason why I don't have nightmares. Because you always got weapons. No, because oh, from cool. from out from I've been very young. Mm-hmm. I've been able to I've been able to lucid dream. Right. Right? Can you play video games? So. They say people who play video games stuff for can lose a dream. Yeah? Yeah. So ever since I'm, I'm like, I'm talking like under the age of 10, mm-hmm. I've been able to, to, to lose a dream. So anytime I'm in a nightmare situation, mm-hmm. I change it. Gotcha. How though? So since then, I've never, I've never had a nightmare. I've never been afraid. Like, do you dream with yourself and a remote in your back pocket? And it's like some weird shit came like, mm, I decided for this tonight, not today, Saint. I, it's, it's, I don't know. It's weird to explain it. I think the, I think the first dream that I had like that mm. was, I was jump, I was jumping off the, or I was thrown off a building mm. or something. It's either that I was thrown off or it's. I was flying or I was falling off. Falling. Right? But at the point that I realized that I was falling, Mm -hmm. I just imagined myself flying. Hmm. And then I just started flying. So I was like, oh shit, I don't I don't have to fall in my dreams. If I can imagine it, it would just I it would just happen. So I had a, a following dream after that. And this was when we were living on, uh, or I, I dreamt back to when we were, the time we were living on this building on 1855 Jane, right? Okay. I was coming down, I think I was on the very top floor and we were running from something, running from somebody, right? But the elevators weren't working, so we had to take the stairs, mm. right? So now I'm running down the stairs, I'm running down the stairs and Probably three flights down, I realized I could get away more faster. If you jump? If I don't run down the stairs, but if I just hold on to the rail, lift my feet up, and just kind of glide all the way down. So then I just lift my feet up, held on to the rail, and just came down the rails like Okay, I bootleg fireman. Like a bootleg fireman. Got you. 
some I so saw I'm saying to myself, oh shit, anytime it's like a like a fight or flight mechanism. I got built into me when I dream. So you probably had COVID in your dream because you shouldn't be touching the fucking dude. railing like that. <laughs> <laughs> People piss on the damn stairwells and those damn railings and shit like that, whatever. Anytime I'm anytime I'm put so I I fight monsters in my dream, bro. Like I Me get, too. Like I get like the ones I, I can see. I see just just not the red eyes. The ones eyes, I can see. I, just, I, I, I can't determine the hell. Like yo, I've been in a dream and stuff like that before. Where I woke up and shit like that, or I'm in some kind of world. For some odd reason, I'm always dressed like a bootleg samurai. Right. Whatever. I got my sword and stuff, and I got like my face damn covered up and shit. Whatever. And thing came out the ground. I'm like, this bitch probably about, eh, I want to say, a little bit half the height of the CN Tower. I'm like, well, it's time for me to go to work. So as soon as this bitch take a punch at me, I'm jumping on the arm, running up, cutting, doing what I got to do. Punching his jawbone, okay. all that. Okay. Whatever. But yeah. these red eyes, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Okay. All right. They're just the red, your red mm. eyes is your weakness. Just the red eyes, man. Just red the red eyes. eyes. Is your weakness. All right, man. Let's get to the Ask the Sons. Ask the Sons. First question comes from a piece of soap. You heard me. A piece of soap. Can you tell the difference between a guy or a girl sucking your penis? No. <laughs> I'm going to say no. I'm going to have to say no. No. Yeah, okay. Simply because I don't know. No, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. so I couldn't tell you. I I'm sorry. I can't answer that yeah, one for yeah. you. Yes. Okay. Um, Estefanosaurus. Says, was high school the best time for both of you? Because I guess most people say high school is the best time in their life. I was gonna say high school was fun, but no, it wasn't the best time for me. Yeah, high school. If I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put college. You put college. College. College was fun. Yeah, I'll put, I'll put that. I'll put the college years. I won't. I wouldn't say necessarily the college experience, but okay, the, college the college years. Year, the college years. I'll put that over. High school, because I feel like I wasn't coming in, like, I don't know, for me, high school and stuff, whatever, I, I, I kind of bootleg fell into suit. I came more into who the hell I am and stuff, whatever, like, after leaving high school. Right. I feel like a good portion of people and stuff are like that, but some people are just trapped in a, in a time capsule. Yeah. One of my favorite movies is Napoleon Dynamite, and Uncle Rico, he'll tell you, if Coach would have put me in that game in high school, we'd be state champs. You're not. You're a grown-ass <laughs> man now. Why are you still living in that moment? Still living in the moment. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like some people, they feel like that. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I see. Uh, Super Noob 64. I, I get it. Super Noob, like Nintendo 64. Mm. Super Noob 64 said, should prisoners be allowed to play video games in prison? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say no. <laughs> well, why you say no? I want to. You go. Okay. You want me? Go? Okay. The reason why I say no. Yeah. Um, two factors. I'm a gamer, and I, I love to play video games with anybody. Right. If you're one thing and stuff, whatever is that. I hope whatever video game and stuff they might be playing. Yes. Because I know some prisons do allow it. Shouldn't be some violent fucking games. I don't know what you're in there for, but hopefully you're not in there for something violent. Okay. If you're in there playing like Left 4 Dead, stabbing like zombies, and then, you know, you just come out of doing your, cor your, your correction, right. and you still got the notion of doing this, right. it's a problem. That's one. Two, I feel that if you're going in there 
for correction and stuff, whatever, you shouldn't be having this enjoyment time. I think like a video game is a leisure type of thing. I'm busy most of the time. I barely have... I, because it's a long weekend, I was able to touch Call of Duty. You know I love Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. And, right. I, and I haven't touched Call of Duty and stuff in like... Probably since the height of the COVID thing. No, mm. before the height of the COVID stuff. Mm. Right? Meeting after meeting and et cetera and work and all that type of stuff. And I finally had time to touch the game in such a long time. Yeah. It's a leisure thing. Right. I don't feel like if you're in there for correction, you should have this leisure type of time or this leisure type of activity like that. Okay. Get your education, better yourself and those type of aspects and stuff for that, but not that. Okay. That's, that's my standpoint. Why you say yes? Here's the reason why I say yes. Um, the fact that they're in there for whatever crime that they may be in there for mm-hmm. could have nothing to do with regards to video games. Mm-hmm. They they probably may have never played a video game a day in, in their, their life. A day in their life. Right. And it's just the circumstances that they're in there for, they're in there for, mm-hmm. right? You have... Millions of gamers all over the world. Correct. Who game? Who play violent games mm. and don't have those tendencies? Me. Right. You. Right. So, I would say I don't look at I don't look at that as a as as something that would be a, a stimulant for them to want to go and commit further violence or come out and do violence. Secondly, mm-hmm. they got TV in the bank. Yeah. They probably watching as much violence as you could possibly get in a TV show. You could probably do. They could probably be doing all of these things watching TV I don't as think, a leisure form of entertainment. True, but I don't feel like they have like movie access or stuff like that because all that thing is kind of like restricted or watched. Right. You think they're in prison and they're gonna allow them to watch Prison Break? <laughs> like, yo, probably not allow them to watch. Who knows? Maybe. Or, or be like they did there with the shotgun. I wish a motherfucker would like a kitchen cabinet <laughs> trying to escape this place. Maybe, but that's what I'm saying. Like Maybe. I, I feel like, I feel like yo, like you did the crime, you got to do the time. So yeah. I mean, if you're doing things stuff to kind of pass the time, it's things to help correct some of the things. Like when they do the whole education thing, I'm all for that. I'm all for them trying to better themselves in there to kind of get away from that state of mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times from friends that I know that have been in, they're like, yo, sometimes going in makes you a better criminal. But, okay, but to that thinking then, right? Mm-hmm. Then why not just remove the basketball courts then? Why should they have, why should they be able to play and have fun playing basketball? Correct, exercise. Yeah, well, they could just run around. They can just run around. They ain't got to play basketball to exercise. You're going to trust a, a convict just doing like suicides or like, you know, the little dark <laughs> training and stuff. They, and if they want to exercise, they will. Because not everybody using the ball court. True, not everybody's using the ball court. But they have other things like weights and all that type of stuff. Do they have treadmills there? Depends on the prison. Do they yeah, might? I guess it depends on prison. I haven't seen a treadmill. I mean, I watch more prison movies than nah, anything. No, but they have, the, they have, the, they have the, the, the lap around the yard, so they probably wouldn't, they probably wouldn't put in a treadmill. What, even if you're a guard in the tower and shit like that, you see this dude running around, <laughs> you don't question how many laps he did? I'd be like... All right, I think you did five laps enough. You take a break. Because I need a break from pointing this gun at you. <laughs> Yo. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's it, man. And that's a good question, though. That's a good question. That's a good question. I just... But I'm going to let them play. I'm going to let them play. 
Marv said y'all can't play though. No, no, fuck at that shit. Um, let's hit him with the Associated Sons for the week. Associated Sons for the week. I have for you. Aha. Aha. If you can't deal with the stress, you can't deal with the success. So, so say the sons. It <laughs> kind of ties into what we were talking about today. Yeah, yeah. that's perfect. Cool, cool. We All good? right. So, peace and love from over here. And uh, those who are by the stockroom, keep smashing. Get a stroke in for me until I get mine in. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just remember to put the do not disturb sign on the on the stockroom door. Nah, it's no snitch. You you no snitch. This is not a no hotel. <laughs> like, yo, why is there a do not disturb? He don't want the janitor to walk in looking for the mop. Janitor got all the keys. Mm, yeah. So if they realize a locked door, they gonna oh oh, janitor might be the one. Actually, there's a story to follow that, but <laughs> not on the podcast. Jan- janitor might be the one, and I'm thinking about it, yo. I'm I'm chopping that key, bro. Yo, between one and two, about fifteen bucks for the key, bro. You <laughs> bring that shit right back at two. I got an appointment from two to three thirty. Uh, and the funny thing too, because I was thinking, because we were thinking about R. Kelly and stuff over there about the whole beat, the um, the the score off, the verses. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, girl, you wanna come to my stock room? <laughs> Baby, you know I got the Jenna Key. And uh, yo, I'm like, why did that come to my head? I was like, you know what? Let's get the hell up out of here. Once again, thank you for listening to Particle Sons. Remember the difference between genius and stupidity, that genius has its limits. Stupidity doesn't. Peace and love, you <laughs> Peace. Peace. You want to come to my stock room? The Particle Sons with not your average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous.